Welcome to Storytime with Michael Kingswood. I'm Michael Kingswood, a retired submarine officer. I'm also a private pilot, martial artist, engineer, and a lifelong fan of science fiction and fantasy. I've written and published dozens of stories across the entire spectrum of speculative fiction. So sit back, let your mind wander through realms of adventure as I tell you a story. Welcome back to Storytime with Michael Kingswood. I'm Michael Kingswood, and this is episode 10 of the podcast. Veritas Morte, scene 9. Science fiction novella that I wrote, and Keith Mickelson narrated. Alright, so last we saw Lucian, he, th he knew who the criminal is. He found out. Master Chief came through. Now he's gonna go. He's gonna go get him. Vengeance is mine, saith the prince. Without further ado... Let's just see what happens, shall we? Veritas Morte, a science fiction novella by Michael Kingswood. Narrated by Keith Mickelson. Your Highness, I do not think this is wise. Let me... Hamberly voiced his objection again from behind Lucian as he hurried through the ship's corridors toward their quarry. The first time had been understandable, the second annoying, this third time. Speak again, Hamberly, and I'll arrest you with him. Lucian did not look back to see the expression on the Master Chief's face, but at least he did not try to stop him again. In truth, it was understandable. He was the head of security, after all, and he must feel Lucian was stepping on his authority, perhaps even undermining it. But understandable as it was, Lucian was having none of it. The man behind his father's attempted assassination was found, and he was going to see him brought to heel. They turned right and nearly ran into Abernethy, who entered the adjoining corridor from the other direction. The old man was breathing heavily. He must have run from his offices to make it here so quickly and wore an expression of mixed concern and confusion. "'My prince, what is happening?' Abernathy asked. But Lucian did not answer, just gestured for him to follow along. There, the door was just ahead on the left. He picked up the pace, eagerness for the confrontation overriding his sense of decorum as he passed startled crew members who pressed aside to give way. Behind him, he heard Abernathy speak. "'What is going on?' "'Lord Falrath,' Hamberly said, sounding almost frantic. You must stop him. He's going to... Then Lucian was through the door and into the conference room beyond. The table was sized for a dozen men, and every chair was full except for the one at the head of the table nearest the door. All eyes turned toward him, registering varying degrees of surprise as he burst in. Minister Emerson rose from his chair at the opposite head of the table, his eyes widening as well. Prince Lucian, what can we do for... Lucian stalked past Emerson's underlings in their chairs, barely noticing them. He had eyes only for the man himself. You almost got away with it. Emerson's eyes narrowed as he looked from Lucian to the men with him. Your Highness, I don't know. Enough! I know what you did, and I have proof. Behind him, Abernathy and the Master Chief spoke at the same time. My prince, wait. Sire, no. Lucian paid them no heed, pressing home his victory. 
You worked to undermine the Corellis campaign from the start. You never wanted it to move forward, but you lost out. We were going ahead with or without you. So you decided on another way. You hired a man to put poison into my father's cup. And then when the job was done, you eliminated him. He smiled, his fury at the man becoming an exultant sense of triumph as he laid it all out. But you were sloppy, and we found out the truth. Lucian drew a deep breath and said firmly, Baron Horace Emerson, you are under arrest for treason and murder. Speaking over his shoulder, he said, Master Chief, take him into custody. No one moved. No one said a word. Then Emerson began to laugh. Lucian blinked. That wasn't how he was supposed to react. He looked back at the Master Chief and Abernathy. Both wore similar expressions of chagrin. What was Hamberley waiting for? Master Chief, I said take him into custody. Hamberley's expression turned sickly, and he spread his hands helplessly, saying nothing. Emerson kept on laughing. Abernathy looked pained. My prince, you do not realize what you have done. Of course he doesn't, Emerson said, pausing to wipe the tears of mirth from his eyes. He was never very bright, or you were never a very good teacher. I could never decide which. He shot a glare of contempt at Abernathy for a second before he turned that same glare onto Lucian. Let me see if I can enlighten you, Prince Lucian. You are not a deputized officer of the law. You are a member of the Imperial Court, as am I. As is Lord Tudor back there and several others at this table. You could have opted to let the law of the land handle it, but instead you chose to come as a peer. Thus, it is a court matter, and the Master Chief cannot intervene. He drew himself up and sneered at the prince. Very well, then. As a peer, I say that your accusation is baseless slander, and seeing as I have several members of the court who can act as witnesses to this affront, I demand the right of Veritas Morte. Hamberley gasped. Veritas Morte. Truth through death. What did that old custom have to do with this? Preposterous, Lucian said. I'm not fighting a duel with you. He looked back at the Marines, who had also followed him into the room. Corporal, seize him. You will do no such thing, Corporal, Emerson said, pointing an index finger at the Marine as though that mere act could freeze the man in his tracks. It did. Emerson turned his gaze back on Lucian. Even the Corporal understands my prince. He said the honorific with utmost contempt. Veritas Morte cannot be denied, except by the Emperor himself. And sadly, his lips turned up into a vicious grin, he is indisposed at the moment. And suddenly, Lucian remembered and understood. Veritas Morte, dated back to the earliest days of the Empire, when Noble fought Noble for supremacy over Quora. It became a means of deciding justice among the houses that prevented outright war, and though it had long since fallen out of use, it remained a legal privilege of the nobility. The accused could prove his innocence by facing his accuser in a duel to the death, and none but the emperor could forbid it. 
Veritas Morte was why no law enforcement officer was a member of the landed nobility. They worked directly for the Empire, but were not peers, so crimes could be tried without having to fight a duel, even if the accused was a noble. Over the years, this kept the police forces out of petty politics and focused solely on the law and justice, at least in theory. For now, it was enough that Veritas Morte still existed, and Lucian had just handed it to Emerson on a silver platter. By not allowing Hamberley to do his job, and since he was not yet emperor, Lucian had given Emerson an out, and he had used it. Stupid. Emerson's smile widened. You see now, don't you? Veritas Morte, Prince Lucian, face me and prove your accusation with blood. Or recant, and prove yourself the craven fool we've always taken you for. Lucian was well and truly trapped. Abernathy's earlier words seemed to reverberate bitterly in his ears. Be above reproach of the law at all times, my prince. Otherwise, you undermine yourself and the Empire. How right he was. Uh, oops. <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you, Lucian? Well, now all you know what is up with the title of the story, because uh, I'm sure some of you are like, what the heck is that? What's this feed into? Now you know. <laughs> Trial by combat. Lucian got challenged to a duel to the death. How the heck's he going to get out of this one? Only way for you to find out is to come back next episode and listen in. Or you can go buy the book. Buy the book! You know, it's just the same as everywhere. It's uh it's all all over the place. Ebook, audiobook, paperback, you can find it anywhere. Except for maybe for, maybe for ebook, it may not have gotten wide yet, depending on exactly when this it's released. I haven't I'm recording this a little bit ahead of time, so I have some flexibility. Regardless, go check it out. Uh, go by the website, drop me an email, sign up for the mail list, you, mailing list so you know when uh, new releases come out. And if you really want to be nice, go by Patreon and throw some bucks my way. Regardless, uh, hopefully you'll come join us for the next episode. And until then, don't do anything I wouldn't do. That'll do it for this episode of Storytime with Michael Kingswood. Come by my website, michaelkingswood.com, for information about my work. There you can sign up for a newsletter where I tell about new releases and special promotions. Guaranteed to be spam free. Or just drop me an email at michael at michaelkingswood.com and I look forward to hearing from you. If you really like my stuff and feel like giving me a buck, drop by Patreon and sign up to be a patron. As always, if you like today's story, be sure to leave a review on your favorite online bookstore and share this podcast with all your friends. This production is copyright Michael Kingswood. Intro and outro music copyright Jean Paul Zogby, licensed through stockmusic.net. All rights reserved.